0: Anyway, just anyway, guys, welcome back to what is uh, new? Sh- what is new podcast? I am your host once again, the one and only Matthew. Thank you, thank you. And today we're here to talk about homosexuals, or moreover, the stro- before the snowball. So, in the late 1943 and uh, 1970s, gay were shunned from the world and it wasn't until that people who were homosexual had enough and stood up for the right. They were like, I mean, like, they were like, you know what? I had enough of this. No more discrimination against us. Let's fight back. And from there, they created a movement called the Gay Civil Rights Movement All right, LGBTQ. Um... So one in one of the incidents uh, was called uh, was at a place called the Stone Inn, the Stonewall Inn, a place that was owned by uh, mafia who was secretly plays in stay. He uh, secretly pays police in Stonewall and uh, you know to stay in business. Not Stonewall, sorry. Stonewall is uh, a bar, basically, and. Majority of the bar back then were owned by mafia, who were who were um, who were pays the police to stay you know, In business. They were like, no, let's let's help each other out. Let's pay, it. yeah, secretly money, give them money, you know. And it wasn't until June 28 that people that were gay had enough. They were... They don't want to stay inside the closet and play chess no more. No. No. They they were enough... They had enough of that. They want to go out and change the world. Change people's point of view. Change... People's thought of them being homosexual. And, like... But, like, according to police back then, they... Police believe that gay was a crime and it was wrong in the moral, you know and like that was important because like imagine if you're if you were gay or lesbian or even trans or whatever and you and you're at a bar at a bar or somewhere and someone the police will know That you are gay And they will immediately arrest you dude Like it, it happens It happens Cause According to Um NPR.com The one The way I got the site from I think that's what it's called Uh Eisenhower President Eisenhower in 1953 Banned An order Uh Well signed an order That banned Um Gay people, basically, gay and point. Empo- they they cannot get empo- federal employment uh, or military employment. So according to uh, John Kepler, he said that he was about to join his brothers and sisters in San Francisco gay bar, and when he touched door, he heard uh, he saw a bunch of San Francisco policemen came to came at the door. He had seen and read. So many novels include. I read these novels too. I've seen it so far. To know that these this is a bar raid. Yeah, I'm talking about the bar raid. He hid across. Uh, he hid from the police across the street and remembered feeling cowardly as he saw his siblings being arrested. He had remembered how he felt, uh, when he saw a queen yelling at a policeman who was shoving her. You know. Cursing at him Whatever Um This Was important Because According to what he said Back then Gay was a crime In society Nobody Uh In society In society Accepted Then and now uh, Accepted these people These This also Showed that uh, Many people Back then Believed that Gay was illegal And immoral Um I don't believe that it should be immoral, because you know, I have a lot of friends that were gay, and what I'm trying to say now is really important. But like, people, people, like, they they couldn't even get jobs. Like that's how bad it was. They couldn't even get jobs. They couldn't even get um, military employment or and federal employment. Like that's a big deal like if you want to run for president guess what you can't if you're gay or you want a job in Congress government guess what you can't because you're homosexual like that's what happens um, so in 1953 president Eisenhower signed an order banning gay people and because um because of this many people were kicked out of their jobs um both in military and federal employment this had shown that people were rejected by society by their own government and nation they were shunned from the outside world from everybody not just like freaking i think family well family too well yeah family too i think but these people were shunned from Shunned everywhere. No matter where they go, they were always gonna. It's always gonna happen. they were gonna always. If, if it happens, if, they, if the police figures out that they're gay, right, they could get arrested because of it. Um. They had come to believe that their own government had waged war against them. Think about it. Think about that imagine you are imagine you a citizen just sitting around doing whatever with your boyfriend who if you're a male you and you have a boyfriend gay you know um anyway if imagine that you're just sitting there with your boyfriend um I don't know drinking tea Or something And all of a sudden And you turn on the TV And all of a sudden You hear You heard that there was a new law Saying uh, They banned gay people in general How would you how, How would you feel about that? Like How would you feel That your own government Where You felt protected Safe It's fighting against you It's going against you I would feel terrible, because like, this is my, this, this, United States is my home. It has always been my home. And to feel like I've been not cast because they they banned gay people, which, if if I'm gay, and they banned gay people from being employed or being employed in military uh, and federal employment, how would it feel like I'm being attacked in my own home? This is, how, this is how they felt. They felt their own government is abandoning them and is waging war against them because they are different from the rest. Um, and also, remember this. Gender non-informing kids... Well, the people that were a part of this or sometimes gender non-informing kids and people who lost their jobs because they're gay or homosexual. Okay? Like, remember that. In the nineteen fifty, people who were a part of the movement, they had nothing to lose. Well in reality they had nothing well in reality I thought they had nothing to this but if we're talking about real here these people do have a lot of lose. they could have lost their reputation they could have lost um, their jobs because they, they have service they could have lost everything but these people were um, wanted to gamble and fight for their own place in the nation I mean That took, that takes a lot of courage. Imagine, back then, you walk out on the street holding a sign that says, Homosexual deserves right. Dude, that, that is, if you were to do that, dude, you are a courageous person. Because, back then, if you were to hold that sign, guess what? Jail. Jail. Okay? But the people who were pro- who protest against banment, protest against their own government because they don't believe that gay is illegal, those people deserve a medal. They, they have. They, they, it takes a lot of courage for one person to stand up and say, Hey, I am gay. You no. Know, like I think that's really impressive. Um so uh I said that already. These people these ma- majority of these people lost jobs and had a lot to lose, okay? And according to Ernestine, the blank, this was a blank that had never been filled by anything—no books, nothing. This is important because it shows that these people felt how, peop- how these people felt back then. Nobody has seen this coming, and they have shunned the world. And they were, and when they known, they were shunned from the world. And like most people... Ernestine was facing a problem. Was facing the problem. Because she is homosexual. She had service. And if she were... And if she were to stand out... Like in that picture... Because I think... They, like, she was at the side. And they couldn't really see her. And if they took... If they would recognize her in that picture... She would have lost her job. She would have lost everything. It takes... A ton of courage... And people... To openly admit... That they are gay. I mean... If it were me... I wouldn't do that because... If I know myself... I'm a big chicken. Okay? If I see a monster... Attacking my friend I walk the other way Because I'm a big chicken But these people were, Will not walk the other way They had enough You know They were like You know what If you want to discriminate against me I might as well just say it And I will fight Back Because This is me This is us We're talking about This is me It's who I am I'm gay that's what they say and if and like the more I think about that the more I think that they will suffer more because of it but to them it's worth it I think that's like really important to know because gay people were often targeted back then I think, but you know yeah, they were often targeted back then by everybody, you know, government police were often arrest them because they're they're gay, and they couldn't get jobs, they couldn't get employment, military employment. I think that really, like, I think that's, I think it's really important to know that, even though that they're fighting for their own place. They have so much to lose. They have so many things that they would lose their home, their employment, their jobs. They would lose everything. But they are willing to risk and fight back to have their own place in the, in the world. And I think that, and I think it takes a lot of courage to do that to stand out and say, Uh-oh. I am gay. And there's nothing you can do about that. That's that's something because, according to NC and NPR, according to the podcast, uh, so all the stone wall was raided by police, and fo- and what followed day were uh, the rebellion, where protest uh, police crashed, and so another part. Uh, um how they fought was when this one guy named Frank uh, 1957 Frank, he was fired from uh, his job and it was and believed that the entire nation had waged war against him. So he decided to wage war against his own nation. like he was like this oh. my own nations waged war against me. You know what I had to enough let's fight back and so he raged a protest against his um against government and it earned and then you know the he got to the Supreme Court, but then the supreme Court weren't not willing to listen to his plea uh listen to his- uh to case basically um uh, Eventually, eventually again He got He was um, He was Shunned These people were shunned They protested But they were still shunned And so then people These people Who protest Created two civil rights women Called the Madison For men And the daughter of Elitas For women In the end, I believe that these people really deserve credit for really deserve credit because they they show what it's truly mean to be an American. And then why I say that because our country, no matter how many people say our country is great, it's not great. Sure, it is great. At some point, in some point, well, at some point, um, Japan has, we have freedom. Japan does too. Canada, even, even Britain, France, um, and so on and so forth. I just don't think that our nation is great. But what? Because it's not. About the law Our rights Well it is kind of about our rights That make us great It's a portion of it But it's these people The people who were willing to Who were shunned by the world Because they are homosexual It was these people That make America great We are not great right now Okay, I'll say that. We are not great. We are our, our Uni- United States is not great. It could be. As long as we are as long as I would say this because it's before the Stonewall podcast. As long as we are willing to accept one another as a being no matter what they like No matter who they are They're still human beings It isn't our country It isn't What we do that makes our country great Well it is actually do It isn't actually what we do that makes our country great It's a portion of it But what makes our country great Is These people Homosexuals Who were willing to stand up for their own rights to have their own place in the world. It's, it is something that we all should look upon. Because they were shunned from the world. They were shunned from their own nation. How they were, they could have, they, some of them, most of them were arrested, I think, or some of them were arrested. but it takes these people could have lost their jobs and their employment their federal employment, their military employment um So like according to the through line before Stonewall uh, One of the guys said It was really quite late It was Because this Was much of a confrontation Um, I think That part was. I say that part for last because I think that was important. Because it was kind of more of a confrontation. Because like. Think about it. You're gay. You're homosexual. And people would ban you. Would you protest? If your own government were to say. I ban these people. Yeah. Exactly. You would've. I mean I would've too if I were gay, I'm mean, not uh, we don't talk about that. Anyway, um I would've too. So once again give points to these people, uh, homosexuals who are who fought their right for the rights and I think that I think they deserve a lot of credit because so many sacks were against them. So many people were against them. And yet they still fought. I mean that took they takes a lot of courage to do that. And once again I'll say this, our country is not great. But it could be. One day. Okay? And today's not that day. Thank you and hope you guys listen to uh, my podcast again. if you guys really like the podcast um, comment down below and then if you guys can't comment well just say it yeah that would be cool. See you guys on uh, tomorrow tomorrow on uh, Monday at 8 central tomorrow Sunday. everybody and welcome to today's podcast on what is new today we are talking about equal rights amendment aka for the woman's right basically in 2020 um of course this the article is written by the new york times one of the best not really but you know what i mean um well, anyway, today we're gonna talk. Well, we've talked, I said that already, but uh, uh, yeah, that's it, yeah. We're gonna talk about the Equal Rights Amendment, which is pretty significant in 2020 right now, nowadays, um, because the House extended, uh, voted largely among parties' lined to extend. Uh, in 1982 deadline for states to ratify the amendment which mandates equality between sexes. Um, This vote, the vote was actually really largely symbolic for many people, including men and women. Um, Washington uh, Washington House Democrats on Thursday, moved to enshrine the Decade and Equal Rights Amendment in the Constitution. This was written by the one of yours truly, New York Times. Now, this is all very important because in nineteen, they extended the deadline nineteen eighty two for states to ratify the amendment, which is one. Um, but it's not just that the eight the equal, the amendment states or uh, well, mandates. That equality uh, mandates blah, 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 mandates equality between sexes, uh, and from that point on, the vote for that amendment is really big in 2020. See what I did there? No. Okay. Um, but the vote extended and denied a of ratification that expired in Um 1982, not 1992, let's say, nineteen. no, no, okay. The Supreme Court Justice Ruth um, spent her early years as a lawyer and had delivered a death kneel to Edwards this week. This, uh, Justin Berg said, I would like to see a new beginning. His comment gave lift. To, uh, a lift to the opponents including Senator Lindsey it would have done that to me too mm, I'm just kidding I'm just kidding don't please okay. stop. but in recent years the movement gained steam again uh, Nevada vote voted uh, ratify, to ratify the amendment in 2019 so this started uh, I think about Two years ago, two one or two years ago, followed by the, yeah one year, no two years, followed by followed by Illinois in 2018. Um, five Republicans, five representatives, um, John Curtis, Ronnie Davis, Brian Fritz, Patrick, Tom Reed, and Jeff Van Drew joined the Democrats' favor. Woman or purple to the war ho- to the house floor to debate and cast their votes on the uh, measure on the measuring. Um, millions of American women still face equality under law and injustice in their careers and lives. Speaker Nancy Pelosi. This, that is really is, that is pretty significant and important because um, even though in 1923, Alice Paul um, won the women's won the uh, won um, the rights to vote for women, which kind of sets equality for um, women in general. There is still pretty much injustice and inequality in the world after that, which kind of makes me realize that even though, like, in America, even though, like, it's even though it's like decades, years later, after Alice Paul died, of course, uh, after she won the rights to vote, there's still pretty much inequality in. United States. This matters because now that I've seen this and read this millions of times, um, women have been dealing much more than have been dealing with much more than men did in 1923. Um, however, Republicans argued, saying that. The 14th Amendment already guarantees that every citizen is treated with equal rights. And also saying that this could also lead to abortion. The rights to abortion. I think that's what said. said. Um, but Ms. Pelosi said, Women should not have the same status as men. Men? Wait. <coughs> Let me rephrase that. Men, women should not have the same status as men. This has nothing to do with abortion issue. That is an excuse. It's not a reason. That is also important. Because what she says here. Is kind of true. Because. uh, Because. Like. For women. When they first try to vote. They also said the same thing. The Republicans also. I believe they said the same thing. As to excuses. Um, but Alice Paul said. The exact same thing that Pelosi said, did. This also mattered because. The woman. She's. What she's referring to right now. Is that woman should have. This. This. This and the way they used abortion abortion it has nothing to do with that it's more of a reliability an excuse not really not a reason um the text of the equal rights amendment is simple equality of rights under law shall not be abridged by the united states or by any state's account of sex the date right, maybe. okay. The amendment actually this is important because the amendment picked up um, getting to 22 of the necessary 38 ratica- ratification at the first year. But after that, the ratification movement ran into the staunch resistance led by Miss Staff Gaffley. I don't know how to say that. And by 1976, it has finished. So that means eventually the equal rights in 1976 has won. Uh, wait, yeah, the amendments in 1923 by uh, uh, that was led by Alice Paul, the suffrage movement. Uh, it was, it was ratified in the first year, but, well, it was not ratified in the first year. Twenty-two of the necessary thirty-eight ratification in the first year, but. After the ratification movement ran into the staunch led by Miss Scafley Scof, Scoff Scoff Scaffley. I'll not say that. Uh it was until nineteen seventy six that it was actually ratified. Boom. Fizzled. Well, that's it on to my podcast. I know that this podcast is really short. I'm sorry. But uh you guys like it comment down below and if you guys don't well you guys don't have to listen to it again but if you do guys if you guys do like it um please comment down below but but if you guys think i mess up on something please tell me because i do need to work on it all my mistakes though if you guys are willing to tell me but it took wrong then I'll be gladly to read it and listen to my mistakes. Well, that's it Um, on my podcast. I want to hope you guys like it. See you guys tomorrow.